it feels like the vampire diaries is less like a show with episodes and more like a universe that we communally hallucinate uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> big agree I'm still not obligated to go into like a meth lab to get the less mean of the twins in the 10th grade. Call a Van Helsing! I wish he cried prettier. Certainly wasn't teeing you up (laughs) to be able to talk about whatever you wanted, but you're right, it's jorts. That's not how it works. Get rid of the body. (laughs) But also he wanted to get splishy splashy in other people's blood. Hi, I'm Morgan. (laughs) And I'm Elle. And this is The The Vampire Vampire Journals. We're recording two episodes in a row today, and this is the first of two. So I'm it's gonna be like a fascinating to look back and see much how much more unhinged we get. Yeah. In the second go. Where the hinges go, (laughs) how they fall off. We watch every episode of The Vampire Diaries, so you don't have to. And we're gonna figure out if the show is actually any good. Uh, This episode, we did number 17 called Let the Right One In. Yeah, not even a pun. Not a pun. Not even a reference, just the title of a different vampire thing. Uh I will say, I assumed that that would just be like an arbitrary title, but a big theme of the episode was getting let in to a place. So, yeah. So I I see the intention. Mm -hmm. In the vein of the The title. The vein of the title. The very vein of the title. Who is the right one? Wow. Damon. I mean, it depends on who you are. Damon was the wrong one for everyone who lived in that house. Yeah, but they were enemies of the viewer. Okay. See, I'm going to disagree <laughs> with you there. I'm going to say it was a lark because Whoa. he could actually walk in because he wasn't available. But oh it God. wasn't a thing about him being let in. But it was a thing about Damon being let in. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But and also... I agree with Hannah. My Jeremy, logic is fucking airtight. Yeah, not to come totally out of left field, but he talked a bunch with Anna this episode about being led into being a vampire and she was like sorry. I don't know if you're the right one he didn't oh, oh my god oh sorry it's not called right it's not called being let into the vampire <laughs> but like club symbolically he's being like symbolically led into the vampire hey, club Anna, let me in let me Ooh. in Eric Andre Ooh. meme yes, this <laughs> is a fresh new take on vampiric progeneration <laughs> oh mm-hmm. well that's a pretty good segue to yes. one of our guests <laughs> we have our guests here today Today, Bridget Woodbury and Hannah Chiapanos. Hello. Hello. Bridget, what are you the expert in? I'm a professor of ethics specializing in the aforementioned vampiric progeneration. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Um, it means vampires get spooky born. How and why? Spooky mm. born. Spooky let's, born. Let's enunciate that. It sounded like, sound like you said spooky, spooky porn. porn. <laughs> well, oh, I heard spooky porn. That's well, that's that's actually Hannah's wheelhouse. So, Ooh. okay, <laughs> Hannah, what are you the expert? You in? have linked me to the Instagrams of a couple of different. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's just hearing what she wants to hear. Don't we all? And they're I... great artists. They're fantastic artists. You have great taste in spooky porn. <laughs> we can cut that out. I'm sorry. I love art. I also love art. It was drawn. Uh, I'm just making it clear. I love art. It was very... No, it was tasteful. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything you say makes it worse. The, saying it was tasteful was the worst possible thing you could have said. Because that implies that an argument needed to be made on its behalf. And the or best that it was you right on the with. line. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... My work is in paranormal criminology. 
vampire do crime spooky crime yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. wait so is that crime that vampires do or crime against vampires or both or a different thing um you i specifically focus on vampire and their like vamp the vampire people mm-hmm. and their relationship to the law oh fascinating or lack thereof mm-hmm. yeah yeah um however i think I, I am also very interested in crimes done against vampires. Sure, sure. But you there... did your undergrad in crimes against vampires, but you wrote your dissertation in vampires doing crime. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. What would you say the most common crimes that vampires commit are? Uh, murder. I would say <laughs> that makes sense. That <laughs> Number makes sense. one. Well, yeah, I would just wonder that, like, if tax evasion is, like, up there, too. I mm. don't consider that a crime. <laughs> Amen. I guess it depends on who you are. Yeah, that's yeah. I think Jeff Bezos. I think, yes. Yeah, that's a crime for him. But I think that once you have given up a certain amount of blood mm. in perpetuity, mm. I think that you don't have to pay taxes anymore. Yeah. And I, I just want to be clear that Jeff Bezos. I know you're listening. That bloodletting <laughs> is not an appropriate alternative to paying. And taxes. also, Peter Thiel. I know you're listening. <laughs> Just because you take the blood from younger, prettier people doesn't mean that you're a vampire. Yeah. It it does in a sense. It does. I love disclaimers. You'll never be her. (laughs) You'll never be her, Peter Thiel. So. Wow. Where do we open? Oh, great question. Um... (laughs) Sorry, this is another one where a lot happened. It was a dark and stormy night. It was actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, No, the framing of this episode is that there's like a big rainstorm that's happening. So it's like, you know, keeping people trapped in a lot of places or at least ideally, but people are still moving around. Scary dark. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like implied that the storm is Mm -hmm. very serious and no one should move. And then people are just like driving around. Yeah, like Caroline, (laughs) I guess it, it... it comes into play for her, but mostly the rain is there is like a dramatic thing that falls on Damon at one point. <laughs> but yeah, I like when they introduced that at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is like a bottle episode or something because everyone's going to be yeah. like, trapped by the Ugh. storm. And then it sure wasn't. It was not. Yeah, but still, they were fun uncorking backdrop. the bottle that all the other vampires mm. were bottled in. Yes. Because they had been doing an extended bottle episode. <laughs> My favorite part was that at, in the beginning, mm. they like were debunking. They were like, well, I've heard that vampires don't like running water. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I assume we're debunking this to explain why they can be in the rain. But where did the bunk come from in the first place? Yeah. Like, I, mm. this is not something I've ever heard before. Oh, it's Dracula. I think, yeah, Dracula like okay. couldn't cross rivers or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's, yeah. it's kind of that's, an old that's timey. Like, that's uh, old school. But is there like vampire lore? Is it crossing a river? Or is that he also can't be in the rain? It's crossing running water at all. So I think moving water mm. was was part of the thing that he couldn't do. Yeah. There's like so if it's raining and raining is running off into a drain, uh-huh. you can't cross that okay. street. Okay. Yeah. Or you can if you're a vampire in the Vampire Diaries. I yeah. yeah I want to yeah. know. So I think that mythology was established before mm. sewer systems were ubiquitous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I am thinking modernly how that would apply. Yeah. Like yeah. if yeah. that did apply. Yeah. That's like, really interesting. Yeah. I think that it couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be pretty stuck and no one would really know why that like you couldn't cross the street we've made our own rivers yeah yeah so rain being a poop yeah i mean we do kind of all have poop rivers going around and under us at Mm -hmm. all times thanks to our plumbing Uh, so what a gift i'm hearing poop river in my head to the tune of (laughs) river (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, why does this have to be the musical number of this episode? I was hoping for something else. Hannah's making pointed eye contact with me. Hey, Bridget, think about the consequences of your actions. You You haven't even started describing what happened. Yeah, framing episode, there's big rain. Um, But so we start uh, in the Gilbert house. Jeremy is asking Anna once again to turn him into a vampire. And she's like, no. And like, we're not like, this is not a conversation I want to have. And then uh, I think Elena and Stefan, I guess, just like talk about the rain. There's like something I missed a little bit early on that they talked about. Can anybody else remember that? Wait, what part are you talking (laughs) about? What are you I don't, like I thought that to? Elena and Stefan had a scene early on that I may have hallucinated. I think it's the Sh- one where Shane might have uh, been getting a chip in front of the uh-huh. TV. <laughs> um, in the first scene with Anna, uh-huh. um, Jeremy's like, "You can't keep saying no." Mm. And as oh, we were yeah. all sort of reeling, <laughs> we from all like, that, kind of looked into each other's um, eyes, like specifically <laughs> about turning him into yeah, a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like as we were all like, "Ooh, here's another consent issue," mm-hmm. Anna was like what you know about vampires is not what you've learned from watching shows on Netflix. Yes. It was so and funny. then we were all like Spider-Man hey, pointing hey, at hey, yeah. Hey, that's yeah. Me. <laughs> Which I don't think this was airing on Netflix mm. at the time oh, because no. Netflix no, was still not. a Netflix, DVD thing. Mm-hmm. Netflix yeah. definitely didn't own any shows that were currently airing. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Right. I think that maybe they're getting Buffy on DVD from Netflix in this <laughs> era. <laughs> or like watching that Killian Murphy movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And then we, we move to the vampire safe house where Pearl is giving out to Frederick mm-hmm. for his fuck up mm. with Beth Ann. Yeah. Getting Beth Ann killed. <laughs> and like, while... Frederick, I can't believe you got a vampire kill. <laughs> <laughs> while Imagine. she's telling him that they're above revenge and not to do anything else he's slowly whittling a stake <laughs> yep she is like blatantly not realizing how much of a problem this guy is for yeah. her like she Body does not language deal with him. is <laughs> it can speak volumes yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i guess like how is she gonna deal with him yeah is like I don't know. I don't know what I would have done in that situation. But, like, I feel like she maybe underreacted to the fact that he was whittling a stake in front of her. It's such a, like, you know, Goofus and Gallant from Highlights Magazine? (laughs) Where she's like, like, we're going to take an exploratory visit to see who's on Vervain. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And then we're going to kill everybody. (laughs) And he's, like, potato peeling himself a stake. (laughs) Man, painting... Pearl and Jebediah as Goofus and Gallant is so funny. <laughs> so true. And, and it's even better than their roommates. <laughs> yeah, because it's so much okay. funnier than Just Frederick. making sure we all know it's Frederick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that L didn't seep into our L brains. Has not I, I did think it was Franklin. <laughs> and then we cut to Elena, Damon, and Stefan mm. back at the house. Damon's being his cranky self uh and lena says uh he makes me so cranky is this when he's cleaning in his leather jacket he's cleaning yeah he's doing household chores in, in his, his leather, leather jacket, jacket. He's winding up he's winding up his big clock <laughs> while wearing a leather jacket yeah you know as one does i wish one of you were an expert in this because i really <laughs> would love someone to just break this down for i me. thought you had a background in, in horology or in... oh no that's jorts jorts uh, not leather jackets. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I my see, mistake. I see. Certainly wasn't teeing you up <laughs> to be able to talk about whatever you wanted. But <laughs> you're right. It's jorts. <gasps> but jorts. Did. Jorts. Everybody. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
we did have a conversation then where we were like, well, us lowly humans, we couldn't do household chores in leather, in leather jackets because that would be so sweaty. But like vampires probably don't sweat. So like that's fine for him. But I then we were like, they wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, because we talked about how like, but in this, we know that they pee and poop. Mm-hmm. So it would make Why sense did that you they whisper sweat. That? <laughs> poop, 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 poop. Morgan censor that put Ear like a big snap over that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like we don't have like the full <laughs> diagram of bodily functions that they do and don't do. But I would hope to God that anyone who could sweat wouldn't do chores in a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. So either Damon is like fine or he's just rank. Well, they walk into the baby, house to find worry. a rank Damon. Don't you fucking worry. He keeps it cool. Remember, <laughs> remember the episode where Stefan kept Damon locked in a cellar and mm. Damon was desiccating. Yeah. Yeah. He was very sweaty then. That's oh. true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the sweat threshold is just different. Yeah. That's a good point, Vampire mm. Diaries Wikia. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe blood makes Thank you, you not Damon sweat. Thank you, Damon Sweat Expert. <laughs> <laughs> DamonSweat.com. That's when you have blood, it hydrates you, and then yeah. you like you can keep some more water. Yeah, yeah, you got an excess that you could sweat or pee out if you wanted to have a fun uh-huh. little sweat or pee time. <laughs> I think they should sweat blood. I think so too. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I think that would be fun. I think they should cry blood when they cry. So have mm. any of you seen True Blood? No. A no. little bit. So like in the True first Blood, mm. they they cry blood. Mm. They don't cry tears. That rules. That rules. That's fucking yeah. dope as hell. Yeah. That's awesome. Extremely yeah. metal. They're just full of blood and that's it. That's like, the they don't only... Just like Hannah. Yeah. Well, I'm also full of blood. Hannah, mm-hmm. did you want... Did you want candy? I don't. I was looking. Well, I was. I was looking with sour straws, and you've got little Werther's originals. Mm-hmm. And yeah, stuff. Because I'm here. 85 years old. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. No, Werther's originals are. Do you like, need to open one of yeah, those the right best. now? No, no, I don't. Um, no, I'm just saying, if you do, we should stop talking for a second. No, it's fine. I'm. Morgan brought it up. Bridget. Well, you've just been like tenderly. <laughs> I wasn't. You've been touching I wasn't. The candy. I was just doing it right then, and then before I had done it silently. <laughs> Yeah, you can slowly build up anticipation so that after we're done recording, it's going to be that much more satisfying. For Jeannie's last birthday, we filled a pinata with Werther's Originals mm-hmm. and little airplane bottles of liquor. Yeah, <laughs> that is great. nice. So we have something that happens to Stefan. Frederick mm-hmm. attacks him in the woods. Yeah. He just walks up to him and stakes him too. Yeah. It was like almost blink and you miss it. Yeah. Like there was no dialogue leading up to because it. Because I was saying mm-hmm. some stupid bullshit to you and, and then like missed yeah. the staking mm-hmm. i glanced back at the tv and i was already at the tense close moment mm-hmm. of everyone reckoning with what just happened and i was like oh shit that's yeah. i was listening to hannah and looking at chain <laughs> and then <laughs> so oh, then that's a risky combination yeah but so then so then later i was like oh who do they have is it jeremy <laughs> everyone was like no idiot <laughs> yeah but that like honestly like I was watching it and it was truly like they approached each other in the woods and like there was enough buildup that you were like, oh, they're about to have like a scene where they talk. And no, he just wordlessly walks up and instantly stakes him. And the scene takes like 20 seconds. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Max. Stefan gets kidnapped. Damon walks up to the house and sees Stefan like in the hallway, like mm. being dragged around. Mm. Can't walk into the house because mm-hmm. he's not invited mm-hmm. yeah and frederick brings up uh, miss gibbons the owner of the house mm-hmm. and uh mesmerizes her not to let damon in yeah to which then hannah asked what if miss gibbons dies though mm. do you want a good question um, foreshadowing do you want to talk about 
this? Okay, so... <laughs> okay. Um, so when I said that, Morgan said, ha ha, <laughs> you keep jinxing things. And I did a... No, that was with Caroline. Oh, when she right. was about to fall in the yeah. river. You, you made a twice jinx. Jinx. You did a double jinx. You yeah. did a double... Yeah. yeah. I said, ha ha, what if she dies? <laughs> this is just like with Grams. Spoiler alert. I need to stop saying, ha ha, what if she dies? Because I'm two for two. Please don't say that about any people we know in real life. <laughs> Yeah, so there was a lot of out loud speculating about what would happen. Like, what are the rules around entering an abode mm-hmm. if the person who's in charge of who enters an abode vampirically dies? And I was like, mm-hmm. ha ha. Uh, foreshadowing a little bit unexpectedly uh, super murdered later mm-hmm. <laughs> so that Damon yeah. can enter the home. Well, <laughs> as we're having this conversation about property law, we cut to uh, the Ruby Tuesdays mm-hmm. where the mayor is talking to <laughs> Pearl and they're like, talking about property law yeah nah. they're like i've noticed pearl is like i've noticed you have most of the land here and the mayor is like yes from the founding from the charter and she's like i've also noticed you came into some property on x dates and it was like very i was like oh yes let's oh, do wow property law. okay i don't remember that scene at all i was probably talking yeah, yeah usually during it that sounds really interesting That's i should have watched was. that it was really interesting <laughs> this is exactly why we have a recap podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's for all of us so that we slowly so we each we have all... to pay attention to a quarter of the episode <laughs> and, which is what we would be doing and anyway. hope it's not the same quarter <laughs> But there's something maybe up with the mayor and property there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. And if we've missed anything, I listeners. did write down that the mayor is a worse politician than Pearl. Oh, he's oh absolutely. based on their brief Pearl conversation. Pearl is good at yeah. everything. Yeah. Except controlling Jebediah. Yes. Yeah. Right. And maybe she's getting back into the swing of mothering. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anything that involves like paperwork or leadership, totally. she's great at. She's down. Yeah. Mm. She's got the business yeah. suit. Mm. And again, she wears that widow's peak well, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, which her, I love to see. Yeah, her hair is amazing. That like kind of Elvira bump. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Fantastic. Yeah, and then sorry, I just need to tell you guys really quickly. Uh-huh. Last night I was watching Halloween Wars, and Jonathan <laughs> Bennett <laughs> is the host now. Mm-hmm. Who is so that? It's the guy from Mean Girls. That's gay. Oh, Aaron, so, oh not yeah. Aaron Samuels, the that's, other guy. That's the character, Aaron Samuels, but the actor Jonathan Bennett is gay. Is he? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I think he also hosts like couple cake wars or some shit. Oh, fun. But so he's hosting the episode and Elvira comes in. <gasps> what? And he and Elvira are like, let's take a selfie together. And I was just dying yes. of the gay icon. Yes. Like, wow. wow. Yes. I was like, oh my God. Wait, we're... T- the, the love interest in Mean Girls. Okay, yeah, because okay. I, I remember came out being... semi-recently. Okay, okay. So I must have I just missed it I think it in then. the last like Cause... five, maybe it's five years ago. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember... He's been um, out as long as I have, I think. The, like, gay best friend coming out as well. Like, I remember uh-huh. that news yeah, item. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so they just, like... They take oh, a selfie gay. together everyone's as part gay. of the challenge. And I was like... That's really cute. Yeah. The gay iconry of this moment. God. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry <laughs> that I've just done that, but... Yeah, speaking of gay icons, somebody trans... Oh, the dad. Pearl. <laughs> Pearl and the dad. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> she's talking uh, to the mayor, and then I think, like, um, she's about to, like, leave, but then he says something that kind of, like, draws her back, where... Oh, he says who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, she... Because he had been like, oh, are you sure you're going out in the rain? And mm-hmm. he was, she was sort of a bitch to him, and then he was like, I'm the mayor, and she was like, you know what? You are... 
Right. I've reconsidered. Yeah. Oh, Let's God, sit down it's in out there. together. <sighs> Little old me can't go out in all this rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his son mm-hmm. is like, uh, hey, Papa, uh, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah. This is not my yeah. mom. Yeah. And Papa, <laughs> Mara Papa is like, uh, okay, but she's a constituent and, and she, she looks, looks rich. rich. Mm. And the son's like, oh, you can tell all that from her ass. Yeah. And then the son's like, I'm going to go play pool. Yeah. It's very funny. I was going to say, speaking of gay, mm-hmm. uh, Damon and Alaric finally team up together. They do. Yeah, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. And they kick ass. Yeah. Even though, wow. Yeah. At the end, sorry, not to skip too forward. They do kick ass. And then at the end, they're like sitting back at the bar at what has become their spot. Mm-hmm. The spot where they just oh drink angrily next to each mm-hmm. other. God. And Damon's like, we really kicked ass. And then Alaric just punches him in the face, in the face and leaves. And yeah. every nobody and then, in the bar And reacts. then Damon says, happens. <laughs> <laughs> iconic (laughs) yeah it's pretty phenomenal but yeah damon and elena basically corner a lark in his classroom Mm -hmm. saying that he needs to help them he says no which yeah because he has actual no obligation to save stefan but damon dangles the carrot of his wife saying that pearl might know where she is Mm. yeah which and, could be true. And then, like, cool. in a real fun, like, just like a fun gut check barometer, Elena's like... Why would Pearl know where she is, though? Pearl's yeah. been in a fucking yes. basement oh, for true. a million years. Um, where, yeah. like, yeah. they're like, but it's Stefan. And <laughs> this man is like, okay. And I like, don't care still. He's like a bit yeah. of an ass in history. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's think- just a nice reminder that we're like, Stefan is so important and a perfect vampire and everyone Stephen else is like important. i don't i don't that's a vampire he's literally just like, some guy yeah he's just a guy <laughs> he's not as mean as his mm-hmm. brother yeah I but guess. that is a bar still that is not, an extreme bar yeah. i'm still not obligated to go into like a meth lab to get and the then, less mean and then turns of out, the yes. twins in the 10th grade <laughs> Yeah, that's way out of his pay grade or as a Van high school Helsing. history teacher. Yeah, I, call him Van Helsing. <laughs> when um, when he does end up like acquiescing and being like, okay, I'm gonna come help. He's looking at Elena, and there's definitely a moment where it gives the audience a moment to like recognize that he's looking at Elena and he's seeing his former wife's daughter that she secretly had, and it's like, wow, that's like a very interesting moment of like this man who mm. came to like maybe like avenge his wife is like finding out that she's not who he thought he was she was and then also there's this other piece of her like right mm-hmm. here and then also the actor if we yeah. zoom out is then maybe plotting some fan fiction he's writing in his head <laughs> I know. about his character and his co-worker's character cursed yeah, yeah. cursed it is it's such a wild ride to rewatch this show Knowing with this that. new perspective. Mm. Um because all of the times I have rewatched it, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. I, I wasn't on Twitter for a long, long time. Good. Yeah. I can so. be hop back off. <laughs> <laughs> but content, Bridget. I got the vampire journals on there. Gotta mm-hmm, mm-hmm, gotta mm-hmm. push. Mm-hmm. Got to tweet. At Journals Podcast, if anyone's curious. At Journals Podcast. Doc government. So they they recruit Alaric, and we cut to 
the basement of the vampire safe house where Frederick has mm-hmm. Stefan. Yeah. Tied up. Shirtless. Yeah. Shirtless. Arms pulled high above his head so all of his abs are straining mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. his dehydrated yes. actor like skin. grunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's so horny. I didn't really say it horny. as we were yeah. watching it, but it was like, yes. it was one of the horniest things that the show has shown, I think. Yeah. 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 Now, this think- and then Elena being like, drink my oh, blood. Oh, yeah, actually, which is also this episode. That's the horniest thing I've ever seen her do. Yeah, no, that was also the camera spent a lot of time very close up onto her face, which was making some expressions. You know, good yeah. for her, though. The faces that people make as they're getting their blood drank yeah is so funny <laughs> because they go right away into like orgasmic mm, like yeah. strained faceness yeah which like when i've had when i've given blood right like i haven't i think made any facial expression you you'd think like the bite oh, oh, sorry hannah how was the power red donation for you power <laughs> red i was like god <laughs> <laughs> and then they I'm then they gave me an extra juice box i'm glad that the listeners didn't see their faces <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna dive i could have leaned into it yeah, way so more no i know and it's it's like a little bit worse actually that you tried to pull back <laughs> You're, are you okay? You look like you're gonna cry a little bit. Are your eyes irritated? No. Okay. Oh. Oh. Hey, bud. Is that real? It's okay. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm just like I'm here for you. Thank wow, you. Wow, that's Thank beautiful. You. Your eyes do look watery. We had listen, guys. We had the big fight when we came back strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we had to open up his. You know, you both actually, have we told everyone at this table that your mom was like, "Hey, what did you do?" <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh yeah, my mom texted and was like, "Hey." <laughs> what's up and i was like no i just couldn't record that day <laughs> and that's how hannah learned how mean that episode was yeah truly i had not listened to it the yet. thing is okay if you had been in the room i feel like you would have been able to see the sarcastic expressions on our faces but i feel like listening to it i was like oh we did deadpan too good <laughs> yeah. i was listening to it and i was like guys <laughs> yeah like the vibe in the room was clearly a joke but i think just without mm-hmm. the visual element well it's just so funny because like knowing because i was like oh ha 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 i'll lean into the bit when i go on <laughs> and then but i had not heard bridget yeah. mm-hmm. go yeah. hard <laughs> So, I was like, Morgan, please play Hannah one minute of this so that Hannah can hear the tone. And then Morgan did not. Morgan did not. I and forgot. so I was like, I was yeah. like, mm-hmm, a little reserved little inside joke. And then we'll move on. And it'll be a tasteful little. <laughs> you, it did look like you were the, the bigger man. Yeah. And uh, again, like I was born on a much higher road than you. So that's not like <laughs> we're just playing out our roles. We were assigned. Yes. I'm afraid you're a little ways out of town. I thought you were dead. Welcome, listeners, to Shoebones. <laughs> What's happening to me? I'm Gideon, your guide through six strange and horrific tales. What if this whole thing is a big conspiracy? Never before has man had the distinct privilege of being welcomed to life by his own creator. Face me, abomination, and know well that I am your god. Rise, creation. Rise! Wait, wait, wait. 
gave me gorilla's heart? Of course I did. Jade, please, please stay with me. Please, just tell me what to do. Get away from me. <laughs> Alone at last. Is that blood on your hands? It is. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't miss when we drop our first two episodes on October 1st. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ShoeBonesPod for updates. When something breaks, you can never return to the way it was. ShoeBones. Bone-chilling horror on a shoestring budget. Gideon? I heard screaming. Are you okay? Oh my god, Mom! Knock next time! I feel like I keep accidentally killing people and Morgan keeps knowing people yeah. are dead yeah. and letting us get attached. Yes. Which are like different crimes. Like mine is like manslaughter you and yours is premeditated. You keep predicting and I can't stop Because I you. keep saying, ha ha. Like every time mm. it's the funniest time a person would die, I'm mm. just like, ha ha, what if? Yeah, the you and the, and the writers like, of Vampire yeah. Diaries. Very true. The two of you together make one Cassandra. Mm. <laughs> so... In regards to the scene with Stefan strung up and what's happening, Hannah, you're the expert in vamps doing crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple different intersections here of vampireness and crime. Uh, one, Frederick is the number one. He's the number one crime mm -hmm. doer, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he goes completely against what Pearl was saying, which was like, hey, don't fuck with shit. I'm trying to build something here. And he's like, great, I'm going to torture Stefan. Um, and then like, immediately, the you immediately leave the house. starts a turf war. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the clear difference between a girl boss and a regular boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like... He's like, I would like to do as many crimes as possible right mm -hmm. now, and I don't know why you want me to wait. And then she gives him a well-reasoned, clear answer. Yeah, and he's very like, clear. Nah. <laughs> very clear. Um, but I want to do torture. So Mom. I learned something interesting while listening to Maintenance Phase. Oh, okay. It's a good podcast. Go listen to it. It's a good podcast. podcast. Fantastic podcast. If anyone listens to Maintenance Phase, you're a great we're for it. You're, you're one of our preferred listeners. <laughs> There's a special card we give out. <laughs> yeah, you should be getting it in the mail within the week. There's a lobby in some airports you can access. Um, <laughs> but they were talking about, there was a conversation that led into like researching like different measurements of people, which leaned a little bit into like a phrenology area. Yeah. Which is when I learned that a very famous vampire was written with that in mind. What? Now I have a source that I'm going to pull yeah, up. Yeah, I have not heard this episode. Morgan, I might talk about this for too much, so feel free to cut as much as you want. Oh, I will. Great. <laughs> uh, Always do. Okay, so in 1897, when Dracula was done writ by Bram Stoker, there was like a lot of just like general crime panic. Mm. And science was like, pretty young yeah <laughs> it was bad it was bad they didn't know like, shit not, back then. not to like erase yes. like earlier scientific achievements yeah we but stand like, on their shoulders we stand on their shoulders yeah. absolutely and we were shorter then yes <laughs> but there was this real asshole who was a popular italian psychologist who was doing research to confirm his belief that criminals had a specific head shape and specific mm -hmm. features. Mm. Yeah. Um, his name was Lambroso. And he was really racist about it, like, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, 
And phrenology was used in court yeah. as recent as he I think fully... the early 1900s oh or late God. 1800s. So. Mm. Even yeah, this I... is the late 1800s. Okay, this is yeah. Talking about it, he, even there's... though it was debunked like way before that, mm, people yeah. still used it in court. Truly. Okay, so he, uh, he fully did testify in court. Like there was a mother had been killed and there were two brothers that were like on trial and he was like it was this one you can tell um yeah it was like very intense okay so he had like an idea of like what the criminal man looked like and it's it's like definitely uh like biases that have like found their way into how we cast and how we draw Mm -hmm. like thugs and what like an evil person looks like yeah so Mm. it's like lantern jaw Mm. like big brow uh, a big nose pronounced cheekbone Mm -hmm. like stuff like that Mm. um also left-handed people (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) wow which is wild so there was like these like two different like schools and he was in the more racist one Mm. like schools of thought and he was like "Uh, (laughs) i like eugenics Mm. but anyway so like bram stoker what like they can't confirm that he definitely did but it's like pretty fucking clear that he read uh lambroso's work because lambroso said that here are some behavioral characteristics of a criminal excessive idleness love of orgies craving evil for its own sake i love all of these the desire not only to extinguish life in the victim but to drink its blood oh Mm. um what a thing to say if you're not someone who's writing about vampires yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes Mm. so here's a description from like mina harker Mm -hmm. in dracula describing how count dracula looks Mm -hmm. that lines up pretty much one for one Mm -hmm. with lambroso's like description of criminal face yeah she literally says the count is a criminal and of the criminal type nordau and lambroso would so classify him so like direct reference Uh and then says his face was aquiline with a high bridge of the thin nose and peculiarly arched nostrils his eyebrows were very massive almost meeting over the nose the eyebrows uh, his ears are pale and at the tops extremely pointed. Mm-hmm. And like these were all things yeah. that Lambroso was like criminal. Wow. That sucks. He like invented the archetype mm. of a vampire. Yeah. They like hand in hand cemented that. Yeah. In our and it just minds. so happens to also be like people with kind of like ethnic quote unquote yeah. features. And yeah, also absolutely. Dracula's just such a racist. Book. It's so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think one part that I was particularly compelled by there was um, the eyebrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so relevant you. in this show, <laughs> which I think cast vampires exclusively by eyebrows. <laughs> These are talented men. These yes. are clearly yeah. talented men. Totally. They have talented eyebrows. So there's like kind of the Dracula face that Bram Stoker described and then I think got really popularized. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that I think like Stefan and Damon and like a lot of the other vampires cast on this are essentially those features put through like a hot guy symmetry yeah, face yeah, filter. Absolutely. Yeah. And also like a couple hundred years uh-huh. of, or I guess just the less than a couple hundred years. Yeah. yeah. Modern beauty standards yeah. plus, but like the root of those ideas, I think you can still see, which is so yeah. fascinating. Yeah, I agree. But no, we, everything like in our mind that Bram Stoker like began with our idea of what a vampire is and what a vampire looks like was like rooted in, the popular idea of the day mm. of like fear of crime and the type of criminal is 
born not made mm-hmm. yeah and also what i think a born criminal is is what i see when i go to like a part of town that has a lot of people who have immigrated and who yeah. have like mm-hmm. yeah like not like typical Aquiline like bird like noses uh-huh. yeah that's yeah. a criminal apparently mm-hmm. literally he said this is the type of person like something like who morals run over their brain like oil over marble whoa like whoa. like truly just like yeah evil yeah. sentences just yeah like from looking this old-timey at italian man not just totally oh. ethnically british people and being what? like i think something about <laughs> like your physiology makes you worse than me but yeah. i'm not gonna outright say it's just yeah. race yeah. i'm gonna say it's all the things that visually signify right. a different race yeah. than mine no specifically yeah. like it started when he found a dead guy who was like a like a prolific robber mm-hmm. who had like a couple like distinctive mm. skull shape things yeah. like a hollow at the base of his skull or something mm-hmm. and then he was like oh this is like something i've seen in inferior races <laughs> jesus oh, christ it was so jesus evil christ. so evil so anyway mm-hmm. i just think that's so so fascinating mm-hmm. yeah i think what we find as a dark and brooding yeah. man of mystery and danger yeah. is like potentially rooted in yeah. some really harmful biases yeah totally yeah. constructed yeah you know like just yeah. it could be a dude that looks the opposite of that could be our vision of that if history had happened different i just gonna say i think it's interesting that like when we think of like okay the bad boy like hot mm. archetype it's someone that is white still mm-hmm. but wearing all black yeah so like how do i cultivate yeah. a vibe of danger but i'm still like something familiar to yeah. you what's fascinating about the bad boy thing is like i think part of that mythology is like oh but like deep down he's good or like right. changeable yeah. or has like good intentions right. which you like if you're thinking him. of like and he has family money but he doesn't live like exactly it. Right. like that's, good that's and bad right. but like if you think of the literal symbolism of his clothes are black uh-huh. but underneath his clothes he is white he's white yeah. exactly yeah exactly. the palest of skin you're yeah, picking absolutely. up what i'm but, putting down and uh-huh. that's uh-huh. that's kind of where like that that romantic trope came from mm-hmm. of like this idea that you could like fix a person oh my yeah. god you know up next on vampire journal we give dating advice and it's weirdly reductive and bad (laughs) i also wanted to draw that parallel to when you were talking about being born Mm -hmm. evil and like how this has like you're reborn you're reborn as a vampire with the nature of being evil and that struggle like Mm -hmm. with like stefan and damon the struggles Mm -hmm. with yeah being he's like i i evil why on earth would you ask me to care about people i'm a vampire Mm. yeah um and and how like how that the vampire ethos has like implanted itself in our brains that way there's a lot of these like concepts like obviously vampire folklore goes back a gajillion years that's science that i just said (laughs) um but there's like some like kind of like universal concepts that apply there Mm -hmm. and then in the 1800s they're like that seems right i'm gonna throw some science at it until something sticks Mm -hmm. and then i'll be like this is my book and then we continued to base modern medicine off of it <laughs> so it's just it's just always a good uh mm-hmm. idea to like examine mm-hmm. like how you're perceiving things yeah. and what that might be rooted in yeah to not take anything for granted yeah i'm happy absolutely. to have this in our heads as we watch the next episode which appears to be about stefan like giving into his bad boy yeah whatever. yeah absolutely. i'm really interested Ooh. to see yeah let's mm. let's get into that uh not not that specifically i do want to get into damon first Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but let's put a pin in that yeah (laughs) speaking of evil damon is trying to get into the house Mm -hmm. alaric gets miss gibbons Mm -hmm. over and he's like and and damon like yeah has her and says 
do you have any family? Yeah, yeah. Trying to like, do you have be a like, spouse? Who could let me in to who this? Could let me in? Like, yeah. if I killed her, mm-hmm. who would be? She's in like, the way? no, I'm not married. Yeah. No, I don't have any family nearby. I know no next of kin. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> then and just snap. And then he just snaps her neck. Yeah, yeah. and then he says, Alaric, hide the body. Closes the door on Alaric before he can respond, <laughs> and just kind of continues on what is now kind of a mini action movie yeah. within the episode. Which Alaric yeah. does get a chance to say, yeah. Hey, well, like, what the fuck, you? Yeah. Yeah, to compel true. her and Damon's like that's not how it works <laughs> get rid of the body <laughs> so funny and we don't see Alaric for the rest of the episode no, no we, we do he comes we back he comes later, back sorry we never find out what, what happened, did happened the to the body yeah how yeah. this history teacher just got rid of a, body. a woman's body yeah this is yeah. a new thing for him I we were all loving that Damon was acting as though it's like yeah you get rid of the body now duh he did. I think what he did was he gave it to the writers off screen so that then they could give us someone else back. Body for body exchange. Body for body. Yeah. Yeah. Damon murders his way through this vampire safe house. Yeah. It's um, very fun. And Elena does sneak in through the basement mm-hmm. to help. And Damon says, you rescue, I'll distract. Mm-hmm. As if like the vampires had noticed them, but they didn't. They like there's not nothing to distract. Point. He could have just left. He wanted to just go murder. I think they would have made leaving noises. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think I think it's justified. But also mm-hmm. he wanted to get splishy splashy in other people's yeah. blood. Yeah. So I have another vampire law question actually. Is it self-defense if you go into a vampire's house and then kill them when they attack you for doing that? Or do vampires have a stand your ground law? Yeah, Mystic (laughs) Mystic Falls is a proud supporter of stand your ground. Now, the question I thought you were going to ask that I am going to ask is, Uh is it murder if you kill a vampire? Whoa. Whoa. Because they're already dead. Wow. Interesting. Um, I think in this... Okay, so are we talking like legally or like on a moral level? I think legally legally it would just be desecration of a corpse. Legally. Interesting. (laughs) That's a good point. But like... Man, I I think that would be really, really hard to prove, let alone convict. Mm -hmm. Um, And because uh, who's to say those people specifically Mm. were supposed to have died in the civil war? That's true. I I think it depends on human law Mm -hmm. at the time. So like someone like Vicky, who was human at that time, living in that society, who then goes missing and then her body's found, of course they would open an investigation and try to find someone. Whereas Mm -hmm. if someone's like from the Civil War, like there's no case that's still open. They're also, they're dressed in contemporary clothes now. So like it's a John Mm -hmm. Doe, you know, like it's not. Yeah. Yeah. But then I guess they do the autopsy and they're like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Their bladders are all full of blood. I would love, I would love, I would love to see like, a scene mm-hmm. of someone die like giving an autopsy to a found vampire yeah. body agreed yeah. well, and then and then like we might pointing yeah. out like what they see wrong right. i would oh boy i would, I would be that. surprised if there's not at least a throwaway line where they're like we gave vicky an autopsy mm. wow yeah i mean they're gonna have to give her an autopsy sir at the end of this episode I vicky's body is found give her an autopsy yeah, as, as a, a gift, gift. As a treat. As a gift. For Christmas this year, I'm giving Hannah an autopsy. Oh, no. <laughs> also, you know, it's a small town and the sheriff is like in charge yeah. and knows about vampires and hides yeah. it. Yeah. This is a this is a scenario because I, I had to research this once. This is a scenario where if an autopsy was performed, which it would be because there's a suspicion in regards to how she died, it, they would ship her body to 
a medical examiner's mm. office that's like probably usually in the nearest big city so for falls church where what is that is that baltimore no no really? it's dc but mm. this city this town is in like southern virginia so know, it'd be like it's based on falls church it'd be like richmond probably richmond or... would totally make sense yeah mm. so they like theoretically based on my research mm-hmm. vicky's body would be shipped to a richmond mm-hmm. medical examiner yeah who would perform the autopsy to, like, the and then god okay imagine what? coming across the tape of the you know how oh, like sometimes yeah autopsy autopsies medical examiners they uh-huh. record themselves doing the autopsy yeah like, like, so that, and like saying in the notes like yeah. timestamp. i'm just i'm seeing this uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. this i think was a conversation we had later but when we were talking about alaric hiding the body and hannah was like okay he's gonna hide it in the woods and then the next time caroline goes to see her gay dad <laughs> she'll find that body yeah it's gonna be like a terrible cycle oh so caroline's thing this episode is she's driving out of town in <laughs> the rain her. to visit her little mini adventures she said uh my gay dad's boyfriend's daughter's birthday yeah. i gotta go to it gotta celebrate with him and we're never gonna see this goddamn yeah, dad we're no, never gonna I'm, see him she was like unconventional milestones or i something. want him to be i want him to be like uh cast by like a bit like a bigger name yeah, yeah. i want to like, see like a surprise famous person yeah. it's rupaul yeah. for some godforsaken <laughs> reason <laughs> sorry caroline's biological father is rupaul <laughs> i said what i said okay <laughs> Can you imagine them trying to convince us, the audience, that this woman was married to RuPaul for long enough to have a child? Um, we, when Vicky's body was discovered, we all, like, we're like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> that's so crazy. She's grabbing a and hand. And someone was like, that's a hand. And then a slow chorus built of us going, oh, no, 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 no. When her mom showed up at uh, oh, no, no, Matt's house started, was when we realized. It started before yeah. that. For we, I was for me internally for me i was like i was like i don't know who that's so crazy it's a little vampire Elle hand. said oh no and then i was like oh no and, <laughs> and then, then you said oh said, no oh, and it was just we were all just going no 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 because no, no, no. okay so caroline i think like something fucked up happens to her car she gets out she's trying to like get cell service she trips and falls into a ravine and for a second it's like is caroline just gonna die not <laughs> vampire related hannah says don't fall into a river and then she does and then she immediately starts falling I don't know what's yeah, wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, she's like climbing out and she's grabbing what looks like a root, but then it's a dead hand and she's freaking out. And then it dawns on all of us very yeah. slowly that like this is Vicky's body. Yeah. And then the sheriff is like breaks it to Matt and Vicky's mom, who had like just she had just made a casserole. She had just started to maybe yeah. get her shit together. And Caroline now- and the sheriff knock on the door and they open the door. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. It's very really sad. fucking rough. And it's have we mentioned that it's right after mm. the mom is like i'm yeah, gonna try yeah and Please. it's like oh god yeah. oh that's yeah. so rough yeah fucking rough yeah 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 and then i think the sheriff and what's his face tyler also come into the spoiler yeah tell yeah. jeremy in front of everybody like don't yeah. pull him aside they just tell jeremy and then leave the fact that tyler lockwood son of mayor shows up at the deceased <laughs> son of mayor home Mm-hmm. Son of John Mayer. And is hanging out. Son of John Mayer. <laughs> um, and and I don't know why he's there at all. Yeah. And also, he used to fuck her. Yeah. And be like, and was like very disrespectful. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. really cruel to her. Yeah. And then he's just like hanging out with her family. 
Yikes. Along with another guy she was fucking. Yeah. Along with his sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a whole fucking... Weird mix of yeah. people. House full of people imposing on your yes. grief. It's yeah. unreal. Yeah. It's a small town. Yeah. And then it's a small town. Caroline attempts to um, comfort Matt and he's like, I need to be alone. So yeah. reasonable. But then he like walks out and Elaine is there and they make really meaningful eye contact. Yeah, and he I, bursts into tears. He bursts and he hugs her. And, hugs her. It's really and then sad. we cut to Caroline who's like, mm. who's like uh, yeah, uh, taking fuck. this more personally than is appropriate. It's, yeah, it's like, listen, this is not the time, Caroline. Like mm-hmm. I get I get yeah. that, that I understand that an emotion may arise from that. It's the thing simply is, not yeah. the time. Okay. Right. I, I think it's been a buildup over yes. time of just like her yeah. knowing that Matt is not over right. Elena. And, and like, like she wants to be the one who is there for him. Totally. And he so understandable. Right. Yeah. Doesn't. And she terrible is, situation. She ha- is having that moment privately, yeah. as is appropriate. Yeah. yeah. It's very rude of the writers to pan in on her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She should she should be allowed to have that <laughs> off screen. There's not there's another factor that I'm like kind of just thinking about it so like matt and elena grew up together yeah caroline would have also been there yeah Yeah. like yeah caroline also grew up with her mom's the sheriff her mom's the sheriff sheriff her mom like went to that high school like there's yeah yeah. she i bet she was just off camera for like a lot of those like crucial bonding Uh moments that they keep referring to wow so the fact that they next door neighbors matt and elena no because so. it We're looks like-, like so matt's house is kind of like more at the edge of town okay. yeah because their their Cause, house because you know yeah. the mom's uh, the mom drinks so yeah, the house yeah. is at the edge of town i was just trying to figure out like what the factors their houses are on different sides of just a random set of tracks yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're not even like connected to a station or that house is made specifically to look not as nice yeah right it is right also when this was happening uh hannah uh, you said, I wish he cried prettier. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a mean thing I it's said. It's mean, but a valid thing to cast for. I, I think that actor is very talented. Mm-hmm. I think that he's very pretty. Yeah. I didn't see those two things conjoin in uh-huh, a way that uh-huh. I found and, visually appealing. Yeah. And you know what? And here's the thing is like not his fault because I think most realistic crying is not pretty, but yeah. this is a True. show where everyone else, even in this episode, Jeremy cries a little bit, but they clearly, they yeah. they just kind of smear some glycerin tear on his face. And yeah. He's still Absolutely. making attractive faces. So I think Matt's... Yeah, Matt is doing like full face screwed up yeah. bawling. It's good acting. It's good. But it, it's jarring because everyone else in this show yeah. thus far when Has only cried, done like delicate yeah, like a Jensen Ackles yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a scene in the woods, the penultimate Frederick mm-hmm. Jebediah mm-hmm. versus Stefan, yeah. the animal blood drinker. Mm. And they duke it out. Um, Stefan is losing. Duke from Duke? Duke from Duke with 10 kegs. Yeah. The douche. He's still in the woods. He never left. <laughs> <laughs> and he lives in this first. <laughs> he still does not exist. <laughs> um, and Stefan is losing mm-hmm. because as is established in this world um, mm-hmm. if you don't drink human blood you are just physically weaker mm-hmm. yeah. and Same. so Elena briefly saves him with some vervain injection yeah and she injects it into uh, the other guy the other guy yeah, yeah. Frederick right. and so while Frederick is down Elena feeds Stefan her blood mm-hmm. yeah. Bridget as the expert in um uh, progeneration vampiric progeneration yeah. yeah what can you make of this scene um uh, tell me a little bit about is you know the symbolic sure you know, life-giving blood well as you know vampires are fucking um like Just fucking. like they are doing it but also vampires as a concept one-to-one with fucking as a concept yeah. yeah yeah um and i think that 
we're seeing Elena give, you know, a part of herself to him in a way that she has she has recently given a part of herself to him in oh a different god. way. Oh my god. Um, this is <laughs> what metaphor are you going to use for women's virginity I'm right now? I'm trying to build it as for I'm talking. Special gift. Um, <laughs> special gift. Uh, yeah, I just think it's like the thing I think is interesting is not actually about progeneration because no one's being made a vampire here, but I think it's really interesting to see, and we'll see more of this like in a moment when we watch the next episode, but she like does something to save him that is going to make him more challenging for her to engage with. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm very interested to see that. I'm also interested to see like, is there a having to talk him back down to animal blood? Does he just drink people blood now? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the episode, Damon walks in on him just kind of like hunched over, just I'm sucking the blood out of everywhere. all these empty it blood It looks bags. like they're just chip bags all over, but it's blood bags. Yeah, yeah. what think, a mood. I think we've talked a bit mm-hmm. about how they're using, like in previous episodes, we've talked a bit about how they're using human blood as a like standard for substance abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I I feel really I feel really weird ab- yeah. about how it's being executed yeah, yeah. and I can't quite yeah. put my finger on why yeah. but like cutting to him like hunched in the corner looking guilty as shit like scrambling blood into his <laughs> mouth <Yeah>. um <laughs> like huh. that and like knowing what they're tr- like what they're saying about yeah. people yeah. who abuse substances like while they do i just like it's it's not like totally evil or anything i'm yeah. just like i'm just like where are we going with yeah this? yeah <laughs> again it's like a kind of confused metaphor because it's not something they do consistently yeah. it just kind of comes up right. sometimes well if yeah. the metaphor like if what they're going for is like okay uh damon is like a binge drinker constantly and stefan can drink in moderation but it's different because no, it's also sure i actually think none of the metaphors yeah, yeah. Are it's just substance abuse yeah. in general. Right. but the thing that yeah. feels problematic to me about that is like okay well sometimes like we go out and get pretty drunk mm-hmm. yeah and that doesn't mean we've lost Speak all control of yeah, ourselves no one's gonna walk in on you i'm speaking over. about you and me we only. do yes it, it would be way more troubling mm-hmm. if we had been sober for a long period sure, of time but before that he's yeah. still consuming blood he's just doing it in a responsible way because he's by consuming, consuming animal, animal blood. blood right yeah. which is like i think i think has like an entirely different like effect yeah. on him based on the fact that I he's guess. like weaker and also the faces he was making i think like like with anyone who is like in sobriety mm. yeah it means something totally different sure. yeah. when yeah. when they're not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There are there are two more things I'd like to say about the episode, yeah. and then maybe we should watch yeah, the next episode. Yeah, let's do it. Um, one nice. is uh, that throughout this episode, Jeremy, as we said in the beginning, is trying to get Anna to agree to turn oh, him. So yeah, and she says. There are only like three reasons it happens to get someone to do their bidding because you're super bored, which never works out well, or because you're in love. What I wrote down was labor, love, lulls. <laughs> and oh then um, it's like it's like when the mayor and her mom show up and Anna's mom show up at the bar, Jeremy texts her, I'm bored. And she's kind of like, oh, that's cute. So that's like a through line I imagine we're going to see come to a head by the mm-hmm. end of this uh, season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember the context of this at all. But was it at the end with with 
when Anna comes to Jeremy's room and she's like, oh, you wanted to be a vampire so you could be with Vicky. Yeah, because Jeremy and, was very, he had just mm. learned of Vicky's death and he was like tearing up all the newspaper clippings uh-huh. he had collected, okay. like trying to like about like track her down. Like, yeah. oh, no, she's it, was, a it was all of the, it was truly all of the paper clippings that he had because he was researching vampires mm-hmm. because he thought that Vicky was a vampire and out there somewhere and he wanted to be with her. And then when her body was found, that dream was dead. Yeah, which, which like Anna saw on his face. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. just kind of Batman's out of the room as he's trying to like explain himself, which is it's sad. It's sad for yeah. Batman. It's like very obvious that that's what it was because yeah. Anna was over there being like, "Okay, well, I really like him and like maybe we'll be mm-hmm. together forever." Yeah. Oh, and Anna, um sorry, another thing Pearl now knows that Anna and Jeremy have like a flirtation going mm-hmm. on and she does not approve because Jeremy is related to vampire hunters and yeah. uh Anna's like, "Well, I like him." And then Pearl smacks her hard yeah Mm -hmm. so that is also conflict that i'm sure will continue and it's not just because he's descended of vampire hunters Mm -hmm. it's specifically the gilberts because his great great grandfather Mm -hmm. like i think pearl actually really liked him yeah yeah Uh, but he had the compass thing (laughs) i love asmr one last thing i want to say is when uh we end the episode with uh stefan getting into all those blood bags Mm. Uh, Shane said when Buster Bluth gets into the juice boxes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's what it reminded him yes. of. Um, and now I can't get that out of my yeah. head. This has been the Vampire, Vampire Journals. Journals. Episode 17. Let the right one in. Let the copyright infringement in. So I have, uh, or a bunch of us have a, a, a horror anthology podcast called Shoe Bones. <laughs> First episode is out. Second episode should be out soon. Do you want to say the tagline, maybe? It's bone-chilling horror on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's something about watching The Vampire Diaries that makes my brain soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Same. I thought that's it's, why you yeah. <laughs> engage with it so much. <laughs> it's that you're, you're right. watching brain soup. Mm. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love that feeling. Mm. It's just it makes it hard to talk mm-hmm. after. Mm. Good if- thing we decided to start a podcast about it. <laughs> uh, if you want to learn more uh go to shoebones.com yeah. um my business is galaxy brain design which you can find um at galaxybraindesign.com or at galaxy brain design on instagram there are gonna be stickers coming that are little ghosts and liquor bottles yeah. so if that's your shit which i assume it is because this is your shit the pun there is spirits yes mm. thank so you. that thank anyone you. Um, yeah. Connect those dots. It's really good. One shots are coming out on the Twitter. Oh, yes. On Fat Magic RPG, mm-hmm. uh, the Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Um, one shots are being released that were uh, crowdfunded as stretch goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote one of them that should yes. be coming out. One just recently came mm-hmm. out, Hamburger Heist. Yes. Um, yeah, I love it. We're also heist. releasing mm-hmm. subclasses mm-hmm. regularly. The Pasta Mancer is out. Hell yeah. There's Ooh. fun stuff coming out on fat magic rpg on twitter yeah for dungeons and dragons for yeah compatible with the rules of 5e yes all right guys let's uh <laughs> go watch the next episode hell yeah I'll see you in soon. a minute or in a couple of weeks <laughs> thank you so much for listening please subscribe and share and follow us on twitter at journals podcast Um, happy to be here, uh, communally hallucinating with you all. Yeah, of course, same.